0: Welcome to the Art of Rewilding podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Eden. This podcast aims to wake the innate wild inside of all of us through story medicine and taboo tales of birth, death, rebirth, connection, and reclamation. There is no one right way to rewild, only your way. This is our gentle revolution of the healed feminine. Welcome to this liminal space. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, glorious humans, and welcome to the Art of Rewilding podcast. In this episode, I want to touch on why we might call in the directions when we hold circle. I know that's something that I do, not everybody does. It's not compulsory to... holding space for a circle or facilitating a circle or ceremony but for me calling in the directions is a way to symbolise our connection to the earth and her cycles and just honouring our connection to nature because we are nature, we are cyclic beings because we are on this cyclic earthly plane. So we call in the spirit of each direction to aid us in our rituals as we connect both within and without. As I said, it's not a compulsory part of any ritual. It has to align with you and feel good for you, but it's not specifically um, connected to any specific culture or religion. Um, It really is just an anchoring process to to be connected to the earth. It can be done in a more um, culturally specific or religious way, Um, but for the most part it's more of a connection Um, and it's also a beautiful way to honour the container that's being formed, so to open or at the beginning, so to close a circle, and then at the end to open a circle to kind of acknowledge this beginning and ending, the preliminal and post-liminal slash integration phase. There are differing opinions on what each direction represents. But for me, um, I base it on my geographical location so i'm in south australia i have the ocean in the west the desert is in the north the hills are in the east and the arctic winds are in the south i found it far more helpful to symbolize the directions based on where i am on the land that i stand rather than someone else's adaptation of where they perhaps should be placed based on their location or their, um, beliefs or, so, um, I think Wiccan practices put it in one spot and I know that, um, some of the ritual books are sort of based on First Nations Native American culture and traditions and, that's um not a culture that's part of my ancestral lineage and so i would feel it appropriative um and inappropriate to base my rituals on those so for me west is water north is earth south is fire east is air but that's my own interpretation um and my own Um, symbolism, I suppose, for the land. And that's really what ritual is about. It's about interpreting it and making it your own and drawing upon your intuition and drawing upon the symbols of the land that you're on and drawing upon where you are and the seasons to create a ritual that um, connects to what you're doing and what your intention is. So you can interpret this and be creative however you feel called to. And you may not symbolise the directions or you may symbolise it in other ways. So some people use colour. Often the colours are yellow, red, blue or black, green or white. But you can use colours in any way. You can be creative about it in your own rituals. Then they can be symbolised by a season an archetype and a moon phase as per the wheel of the year and I suggest purchasing Jane Hardwick Collings's altar cards because it's a really easy way I think there are other places you can get altar cards as well but Jane's are beautiful and it's an easy way to represent all of the different cycles that lay layer on top of one another as per the wheel um So in the Southern Hemisphere, you go anti-clockwise. North is summer, the mother, the full moon. South is winter, crone and dark moon. West is autumn, marga and waning moon. East is spring, maiden and waxing. In the northern hemisphere, you go clockwise. North is winter, crone, dark moon. South is summer, mother, full moon. West is spring, maiden, waxing. And east is autumn, marga, waning. You don't have to be elaborate in your um, circle altars or in any ritual altars really, but one item to represent each direction is one way to acknowledge and call in um, the spirit of each direction and acknowledge your place on the earth. In the middle, there's often a a mother candle representing the divine spirit, centering and focusing all the other energies. I like to place an offering of each element as well as a candle for each direction. So water for water, fire for fire, um, a feather for air, crystal or dirt for earth. I also like to place a food offering for the ancestors at my circles, sometimes. And I really like to place items that represent the specific sabbat or season, such as bread for Marbon, grapes and wine for Beltane, skulls and bones for Soen and flowers for Ostara. It's up to you how you present your own altars but you, and your rituals, but you may, you may like to ask the guests to contribute to the circle as well. Some people like to use only plants and flowers. Others use crystal grids or a combination of both. I'm noticing um, sort of a trend or, or a fashion, I suppose, in how circles are laid out at the moment. Like there's quite a common theme around flowers and um, crystals and jute rugs. Um, It can be as simple or or elaborate as you like. There's no right or wrong way, but honouring the directions is something that is important to me um, as part of my circles and that's why I do it. And I think that circle facilitation is such a personal individual intuitive process and there's no right or wrong way and honestly it's it's not about how it looks it's about the intention it's about how you hold space um for that sacred container not about you know how perfect your center circle is or how perfect you have set up your um symbols to anchor into the directions it's that's just the intention so in infinite love and gratitude i will see you next time hey glorious human Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of the Art of Rewilding podcast, I'd love it if you could leave a review and share with others who might enjoy. You can connect further with me via my Instagram, Catherine Eden underscore rewilding. And if you are a space holder or are interested in holding sacred space, such as circles, blessings, ceremonies, or rites of passage, such as menarch, birth death and everything in between, you can check out my work at www.katherineden.com. See you next episode.